Hello and welcome to the Man On podcast, a Champ Man special. I am FPL Dronic. I am FPL Thomas. And I am CM Fantasy. You guys can call me Mark for the show though. Thank you, Marty, or CM Fantasy. (laughs) How are you doing? You okay? Good. Yeah, good. Thanks. Thanks for having me. No, pleasure is all ours. Um, What you do is fantastic and it's only right that you should be on some podcasts. Absolutely, yeah, I, I concur. I mean, I, I bow down to your superior knowledge when it comes to data. Um, I'm, I'm much more of a see it to, to believe it kind of guy, and obviously you can't do that in this game. So, yeah, I mean, no. yourself, you, you certainly do help me, certainly on some 50-50 decisions and stuff like that. So, yeah, I'm, I'm really pleased to have you on. Oh, no worries. Yeah, good to, yeah, good, uh, good to hear you find it useful. Um, and, yeah, so, thanks for having me. Looking forward to it. No problem at all. So uh, agenda for today is we're going to get to know you a little bit, Martin. Um, uh, so sort of to how did, did you play last year? Sort of how you do your videos? Uh, we're going to speak about which teams are doing well and, and teams aren't that doing it so well. Uh, best performing players this, this year so far. Uh, then apparently you and I are going head to head in a quiz. You're going to mop the floor with me. Can't wait. Look ahead to September. Go on. What are you going to say? I'll, I'll, I'll get confused between my sim dates and what actually happened. That would that would be brilliant for me. <laughs> yeah, that that's actually something I was wondering. Actually, I will come on to that later. But yeah, with so much sim data, you know, wondering if you ever confuse yourself as to who's having a good season, who's having an average well game week, and who's having an average one with, you know, with so much going on. But um, definitely could happen. Yeah, I'd be interested to hear about that. Uh, yep. Uh, so September fixtures. Who's got the worst and best fixture run? Um, Apparently, a lot of people are thinking of wildcarding in the next couple of game weeks. So maybe players we would target. Uh, we're going to discuss our dead team um, or our not-so-dead team, <laughs> the team that you and I started at the start of the season for the Man on Podcast. And then we're going to look at the manager of the month. Obviously, we're giving away a, a, a mug there, aren't we? So exciting times ahead. Yeah. Um, then we've got everyone's questions, uh, all Champ Man related, which is going to be great. Uh, and then we're going to touch on the uh, Sean Wright-Phillips Cup. So there's a lot to get through. So without further yeah. ado, Good. let's meet Martin. That's, that's a fantastic, <laughs> Hello, Martin. What a fantastic fixture. <laughs> right, Martin, one thing I need to get out of the way is what football team do you support? Because you live round the corner from Darren and he supports Blackburn for some reason. So you could <laughs> literally tell me anybody and I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Please don't well, tell me top. it's top. It's, it's not top. Um, so um, yeah, I'm a Reading fan. So, a Reading um, fan. I'm not, oh, okay. Yeah, oh, nice. I'm, I'm. I'm. I'm not Bristol born and bred. Um, I'm a Berkshire boy originally. So, ah. yeah, Reading's my team. Oh, okay. Well, that that leads me to want to know: Are you playing Gaffer this season? I'm not. No. Um, I think I will start playing it sort of ready for next season. But I kind of. Um, I didn't know what it. I didn't spot it until you know we were five six weeks in. Um, um, but yeah, it, but yeah, it looks decent. So I'll probably I'll probably have a look at it. Um, I'm, I still enjoy you guys talking about it because um, it's just champion. Good. Um, yeah, and so, we actually so, yeah, had a question. We had a question about that. Um, when was it? Last week, I think. Of someone asked, I think it was Cal um, asking about if it was too late to join. You know, would there still be any benefits from it? And you know, mm. I would definitely recommend um, playing it because. You know, it's great for, pre- for preparing for next season in terms of potential FPL assets, but it's just it's it's got the the magic of Champman. Um, 
it's got creativity and there's it's a, definitely a little community within the community just like channel yeah. is as well so yeah and no, i definitely recommend that yeah i will definitely pick that one up nice one so did you play champ man last season i did yeah but um again i was late to it so oh, okay um, a couple of a couple of my mates were played it played it from sort of day one um and they sort of said to me oh this looks right up your street um so i joined it um week four or week five something like that um but yeah obviously didn't see, obviously any of the pre-season content hadn't seen any of the youtube content anything like that so just kind of went into it thinking oh yes you know one oh two, i know what i'm doing here and of course you don't do you really <laughs> how, how, did you, how did you get on yeah not not so good in the early weeks like i say thought thought i knew the game yeah i don't need to watch these youtube streams all that kind of thing i know what i'm doing <laughs> with this game <laughs> Um, but yeah, you soon realise that it's not the case, is it? Like, so so many players that you you appreciate when you play it yourself, you kind of sign all the same players all the time, don't you? And you sign, mm. um, you yeah. know, you, you don't really you don't really pay that much attention to the opposition, do you? But um, so yeah, you quickly realise you've been. Um, so yeah, it was, I was probably I was probably ten or eleven weeks in before I really got to grips with it. So were you active in the um, sort of like the FPL community at that time when you joined? No, or... no, no, I wasn't. Uh, no. Oh, okay. So did you know about the scouts? Did you miss out on scout leaks for quite a while as well? Or yeah, so that's another thing. Yeah, I didn't pick that up until yeah, good, good, good season in probably. Um, so yeah, I was, just, I was just late to it. I was I was late to starting the game. I was late to realizing the content around it. So, um, yeah, obviously picked, picked up a bit in the second half of the season. Already, and you've um, started quite over. well this season, haven't you? Yeah. So, um, so yeah, after after last season, I was, I was sort of determined I wanted to get it right from the off this time. Um, so, uh, so, yeah, I'm doing okay. I'm, I'm ranked 151 at the moment, I think. 151? So, yeah. Nice. So, yeah, good, yeah, good first week, kind of average second week, and then good again. Uh, so I had I had good good terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had kind of yeah. good okay and terrible. <laughs> yeah, I was I was ranked fifty five. Uh, I'm not anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's been a, it's been a decent start, sort of in and, in and around what you want to be after three weeks. So, what made you start the CM videos then? What made you do the Sims? Uh, it was a bit of a whim, really. So the Sims, it was just it was just a case of like I say, I played it last year and you know got bad start because I didn't really know what I was doing um, and, and you know I do, I do enjoy like the um, 102 I do like, play it although I do tend to play with the updated pack more these days but you know it's just um, you know, we were in lockdown weren't we I had a lot of time on my hands I thought <laughs> oh, I've had a season two I'm going to run some sims and just um, initially compiled some season data um, and then I decided to share it on a bit of a whim really to be honest um, I just thought oh, I've done I've done all this Perhaps I'll, perhaps I'll tweet a few things. Um, so I started tweeting the season profiles of different players um, and that went down pretty well. Um, you know, the Twitter page started gaining some followers and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I just just, just carried on with it, really. It was no, it was no master plan. It was, it was a bit of a whim to start sharing. And then, yes, yeah, so it got a good reception. So I thought, oh, let's try this. So have you, so have you been given a database... Uh, of sort of like the, the one we're running now have you been given sort of the, the do you, have you put all the players in their right sort of teams and stuff to make it as accurate yeah. as possible yeah so um yeah so nobody's nobody's really given me anything that 
you know, everybody doesn't have. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I didn't mean you were giving yeah extra uh, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't have access to, you know, the game file or anything. No, no. But, um, um, but yeah, it's just um, on the uh, on the uh, main account's Twitter page, they posted all the, the transfer deals. Each team is on feed, like back in before the season started. So, so that gave that you know that was an, you know one easy place to digest you know, all the transfers that happened. Um, so yeah, just plugged them all in, um, sorted the managers out, um, and then yeah, that's it. Really, obviously promoted promoted the right teams, relegated the right teams. Um, did did a few other sort of minor tweaks, like we know who the set pieces are for some of the teams now. Um, there's some players that have sort of a random ability for some things mm. where we kind of we, because of season one we know those people that have zeros for certain things we kind of know what's happened with that so I plugged all those in properly um, so yeah I've got it I've got it as close as you're going to really having the actual nice so as someone who um, who doesn't do any like simming at all I've not even downloaded I don't think I, I don't think I'd even played the game for nearly 20 years from when it first came out um, because I just progressed with with other games over the years. How long would you say if someone wanted to sort of do mm. what you did and, and, and recreate and you know start simming from scratch? Yeah. Um, how long would it take them to do? Just out of interest. I don't know. It's just, it's a difficult one. I think it sounds like a lot. And, yeah. I, I mean, getting the getting the database right takes a bit of time because you've got to find you know find all that all those. Um, you know, images where all the transfers happen, then you've got to do them. And then I say, then you've got to think about what do we know about set piece takers? People have random stats, what do we know about that? Um, same for the managers as well. Some of the managers have random stat references. And so you've got to get those right as well because it massively affects how teams play um, if you just load the game with the sort of random attributes. Um, so, yeah, the thing with it is I did it over quite a long period of time I didn't sit down and spend like three days on it or anything and we were in lockdown I was sort of doing bits and pieces with it um and I've just improved it over time but once you've got the database together you know doing the doing the 20 sims of each fixture each week it kind of depends whether I need to re-sim the game or not obviously if we get big injury news or transfer news then I've got to sim it all again I've got to make those changes and sim it all again uh whereas like last week for example there was no big news so I was able to use the same files to just do the next set of fixtures so yeah that takes um but again i don't i don't really sit and just do it all in one hit i'll just do it sort of in front of the telly over a couple of nights you know while, yeah. while there's a game on or whatever um so yeah it, it probably takes you know three or four hours but i'm not you know i might be half watching another game or something at the same time um Fair enough. so yeah, the week i suppose to pull it all together Mm. Mm, nice okay yeah i just thought that might be interesting for anybody who did want to start you know um not necessarily doing their own their own pods or their own streams or anything but just people that might want to source their own data um, i know craig obviously he puts out his videos weekly where he does i think 10 sims every, every for every game week and stuff mm. like that um but i know that sometimes people would just kind of like to see it for themselves a little bit so yeah, if yeah. anyone does want to give it a go, I'm sure, you know, if, if they're a little bit stuck, you wouldn't mind people asking you for any advice as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can... Perfect. There's a few, you say, there's a few key things you've got to get right. You've got to, you've got to get the managers right. The managers is the big thing. You've got to have the right managers with the number one, really. Um, and then after, you, know, you can get the transfers right. 
I mean, you can see all the squads on the um, game site, can't you? So, you know, you can match them up. Mm, yeah. That's true. Nice. So do you play any other fantasy games at all? So are you, are you in, into anything else? Yeah, so I play normal FPL. Sort of on that. I haven't really played it the last couple of years. I've got a bit fed up with it. But again, you know, in lockdown, <laughs> not a whole lot else to do. Um, so I've sort of picked that up again this year um, and yeah, doing pr- pr- pretty average Um Aren't we all? Yeah, welcome to the Man on Podcast, where we do distinctly yeah. average. I think um, I think Grealish scored tonight, didn't he? So I think that would take me up to about that would take me up to about five hundred and sixty odd points. I think. Uh, so, oh, oh, five, oh, I thought he was going to say five hundred thousand. I was going to say, <laughs> oh, here he comes showing off. Yeah, it's going to say 500,000. 500k or something. Uh, yeah, oh. I had Grealish tonight as well. I also had a Vardy captain. So, so you know, we all know mm. how that went. Um, yeah, so, I think so. Yeah, I think that should give me a green arrow this week. I think that should take me up to about nine, eight, eight, eight nine hundred thousand, something like. That. Not bad, not bad. I'd like to be in the top one million at the minute, and I'm definitely not. I have no idea what I'm going to get this week. I reckon it's going to be around fifty points, maybe slightly mm. more. It's not going to be good. Um, I can't get it right at the minute. But hey, we're not here for FPL. We're not right. <laughs> Let's keep uh, it moving. Then. I feel we have. I feel we have suitably met Martin. <laughs> what a great future! Yeah. Love it. Um, so let's talk about the sort of teams. I mean, obviously, we've only got three game weeks worth of data at the moment. So it's it's you know some of these are just going to be a little touching subjects. So for instance, who's doing well and who aren't? Is there any sort of surprises to people who are doing well? And our best sorry, the best performing players so far. I mean, in, in, in fairness for myself, there isn't a huge standout like di- difference in, in what I would have expected. I don't know if you feel like it may be in comparison to the Sims you've run. Yeah, no, there's no, I, I wouldn't say there's any sort of massive shock. Yeah, you, I think you're right. It, um, it kind of is, is pretty much going to the Sim data at the moment. Um, I think um, Leicester have had a good start. I wondered if Leicester might struggle this time, but they've got points. So they've yeah. already won away at Ipswich and they beat Spurs at home as well. So they've had two good results there. And they only lost one nil away at Liverpool. Um, and Muzzy is it. Muzzy is it. Has, um, has been smashing it so far, hasn't he? His fourth, he was pretty, fourth highest scorer at the minute. Yeah. So he was pretty quiet in season one, but that doesn't mean that he can't be great in season two. So I think that's interesting. Um, Leicester look promising so far. Um, so that's definitely one to keep an eye on, I think. Um, Ipswich as well. I do feel like um, I kind of I kind of wrote that Ipswich. Oh, well, Ipswich. I kind of feel like I give them a bit of a bashing every week on my previews. But I look at it from the point of view that I know that a lot of people have got Horidison and Bramble, um, and I just I don't like them for clean sheets. But going forward, um, they've scored three times, twice already, haven't they? So um, mm. and Pablo's got sixteen points, five point five million. So Which is yeah, shocking because he's yeah. nothing special at all, is he? You know, no, you wouldn't, I wouldn't, you wouldn't think so. No, um, but, I mean, I know we've said there's not many shocks, and I know they've only played two games. But can I just point out that Arsenal are currently bottom of the table on zero points, and they haven't scored uh, a goal yet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, just you, you can put you can point it out, but we were all aware and laughing about it a while back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, thing. I was going to say that the, the was the Middlesbrough. I mean, I know they were away from home, but was the Middlesbrough result a, not a bit of a shock to lose three 0 away to Middlesbrough? No, you know it, look, it was uh, it was a coin toss that one. In the I remember in the sim data, so it's a bit of a coin toss. You know, Middlesbrough can 
um, Middlesbrough can score goals against Arsenal. Um, so um, I think I said Arsenal will either win it by the odd goal or Middlesbrough turn them over like properly. Um, mm. And it was a bit of a point off. So, um, so yeah, I wasn't that surprised to be honest. And Chelsea away, they looked they looked nailed on away. Um, you know, yeah. they, set up, they set up so defensively against the good teams, and Chelsea are just good enough. Um, yeah, I, I listened to your um, pod ahead of that um, Chelsea Arsenal game, and that's what made me decide to keep John Terry. And then for some reason, at the last minute, I changed my mind, and then I swapped him out for um, Hippia, who still did okay. I mean, I think he got me eight points, but obviously I missed out on that assist. Um, so yeah, this that's an example of where you know. Obviously, the Sims, the, they're not always going to be completely accurate, but they do definitely give you a good idea in terms of, you know, probability and, and stuff like that. So Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it's about. It's, it is about probability. You know, like you could sim it a thousand times and the average result wouldn't be, you know, what happens. Like you say, it gives you, it gives you percentages. You a chance to look at feedings as well. Um, I think a lot of people focus on averages, um, but I, I, I like feeling well. It's about about what's possible as much as it's about what happens on average. If that makes sense. So I keep saying about yeah. Man City. You know they are going to score five times. They're going to score five goals a couple of times this season. Mm. Be every time you sim their fixtures, um, they'll have at least one game where they've hit five, and quite often have three or four games where they've hit five. But that that's not their average result. But it's what they're capable. So I think that's that's what I like, you know. But what can I just ask? Why is that? Considering you know they're a newly promoted team, why does the game allow them to do that? Because you know you would think that's slightly unrealistic that a newly promoted team can come up well, they, and, and do that. And they 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 came up via the playoffs. They weren't even the yeah. best or second best team in the in the championship or the league, whatever it was called back then. So they've got. They've got a good team. I mean, one shop and Huckabee come up. You know, they haven't had to sign them. They had them anyway. Mm. Like that's that's a ridiculous front two to have been promoted. Yeah, very good. Um, and then they, they've now got Spencer, and they've already had Seattle for the creativity. And because they're the low reputation team, they're the lowest reputation team um, yeah. in the league. So um, so it means that um, you know they'll they'll always pretty much play their strongest team because they don't ever look at any opposition or we can because they're always lower reputation than their opposition so mm. you know they'll always go for that George the, the way they play their tactics um, sets them up for it as well um, and yeah that, that's that's kind of it really they've just got, they've just got those few things going for them they've got good players they're the lowest reputation team um, and and their tactics just to just allow for it um, mm. got it in the locker yeah, one chops had the most shots out of any striker so far, out of any player in the whole game so far. Even besting uh, Vanessa. I, I own one chop. I own one chop. <laughs> don't know how well, much I longer. Wish, I wish, I, wish well? I had. I don't ah. know. So I've gone with box it the last couple of weeks. So I made that mistake last I, year. <laughs> if I'd had um, if I'd had one chop instead of box it, I'd be we really would be right up there. But um, but you know it's one of the hopefully you'll make up this week there's always a player that we put a lot of faith in through the whole of champ man um and last year mine was boxic and i kept i i took i took him out i put him back in for a couple of weeks he didn't seem to do much i'd take him out and i'd think oh middlesbrough you know they're at home to 
by Everton. I put him back in, and it and and it, I've just I trusted him so much last year, and he did nothing for me. So this mm-hmm. year, I'm just not <laughs> just staying away. And the thing is, he's a good player, but I remember... Um, he is, yeah. I think it was probably on the stream, them saying about how uh, players, his sort of age range, you know, towards the b- middle to end of the season, they start to tail off. And, I mean, I did own Boxic, but only at near the beginning of the season. And it's why I never really went near Zola as well, because I thought, you know, he, you'd inevitably have to sell him as well, because yeah. their performances drop. Although... I guess this, you know, the start of this season, they've, they've well, boxing's not so much, but Zola, he, he got a return. Um, First game, know. wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, was it? No, I think it was in game week two, actually. Um, but yeah, I mean, for me, I think boxing's, he's not a bad pick. He isn't a bad pick. And certainly while Ricard's out, it makes sense. It did yeah. make, it was a sensible choice. It's just so far hasn't, hasn't kind of paid off. But yeah, I get one more week. I think I'm going to captain him this week. And then uh, this week, so that would be mm-hmm. yeah. I think I will. I think I will. Um, nice. Yeah, I just uh, Borough are coming out on top for average goals. Week. Um, I know I said we look at ceilings rather than averages, but even if even if you look at that, they've they've scored three times or three three or more times, um, a good number of times as well. Whereas uh, Man United had a lot of ones and twos. So I think I think I feel like what. I feel like Boxic has got more chance of scoring twice than Van Nistel. So I think I'm going to... That's interesting. Yeah, I mean... I haven't, I, seen, I've, I haven't seen that stream I've yet. got my VC on um, Selakovic at the moment, but I was I was tempted to put it on um, Zapida. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm not quite at the stage where I'm, I can confidently not have Van Nistel as my captain, but I want to. I want to yeah. just try something else. Um, yeah, yeah, I know, I know that, I know that feeling a hundred percent. But um, I've got to, I'm, I feel like I'm, I've got to follow my own advice this you've week. Say you've got to trust your data. Yeah, not, I, not what I said to anybody. Don't captain Van Nistelrooy. You know, I did say he is the safe pick. He will probably get one because Man United won eighteen times out of twenty, um, but they just didn't score that many goals doing it. Um, so I feel like although Van Nistelrooy is the safe pick, um, boxing higher ceiling this week. It's so all about Noel Whelan. Yeah, so he came out, he'll come out good this week as well. Borough, so Borough looked good for goals this week. He, he also did well. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I think you've got, you've got one more week of Whelan. Then he's probably going to be heading yeah, for Yeah, I know. I think this is my last Whelan ride. Um, mm. Sadly. But uh, never mind. Never mind. Okay. Um, I think we've touched enough on the teams that are doing well uh, and sort of some of the players. Uh, and I'm sure we'll touch on it as we go along anyway. Um, it's quiz time, I think. Thomas? Oh, sure. Okay, dokie. Right. So, yeah, I wrote out um, 10 quiz questions, uh, five each. I simply need you to pick A or B. Um, the quiz questions are all about um, Champman this season, so the first three um, game weeks. Um, I do have a tie-break question as well, if I need, if it's needed. If it's still a draw after that, then it's just a draw. Um, well, Martin's the guest, so I'll let you pick A or B. Okay, I'll go A. Okay. I was so, going to go B um, anyway, so it works out brilliantly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what I'll do is I've tried to sort of make the questions fairly similar for A or B. Um, it'll make sense as I start reading it. So I'll do one question each, and 
I will. Do you want answers as we go, or should we give the answers at the end? Oh, answers at the end. Let's keep it. Okay, keep cool. It like All right then. <laughs> um, right. In that case, I've got to make a note as we go along. Right. Um, one, two, three, four, five. If you're listening at home, obviously you're listening because you're listening to me talk right now. Um, feel free to join in. We will say the answers at the end. Let us know how you do. Um, right. So, Martin, question number one. Who scored the first goal of game week one? Oh, gosh, I'm not sure. Uh, I think Man United scored quite early, didn't they? So, yeah, I'm going I'm to go Van Nistelrooy. I'm not sure about it, but I think he was, he was not far off it being first. Okie dokie. Darren, who scored the first goal of game week two? Oh, my God, game week two. Oh, God, I can't remember who played. Um... <laughs> I'll go for Noel Whelan. Okay. Um, Martin, there were two red cards in game week one. Who yeah. got the first one? So was it, was it week one, the two Charlton was, wasn't it? So did, did Dean Kiley start? What was it? Did they sign someone, didn't they? <laughs> I know the answer to that I'm one. trying not to laugh. <laughs> I'm trying to just keep my, my game face on. I'm the worst. I'm just so terrible at this. But yeah. Um, can I say? Can I just say the Charlton goalkeeper? <laughs> you you can. I mean, I think you'd get about half a point for that. I'm going to go. Am, am I getting confused? Am I getting confused? No, they did. They signed someone. They signed Schwarzer, didn't they? I'm going to go Schwarzer. Okay. Darren, there was one card in game week two. Who got it? John Terry. Okay. Uh, Martin, which Englishman kept a clean sheet in game week two? Which Englishman? The reason reason I've said that is simply because there was only one clean sheet in the whole of game week two. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Man City, uh, take too long. You know, don't worry. Was it... uh, I'd be the lead, be the leads keeper, maybe. Was it uh, who's playing in goal for Leeds? Oh, I'm telling you, <laughs> Robinson. Okay, and then Bollocks. Darren, which, <laughs> which Italian scored in the sixth minute of game week two? Which Italian? Zola. Okay. Um. Right. Which this is for both of you, but Martin will go first. Which goalkeepers have earned the most points? Two are joint on eighteen points, so name either one of them. Okay. Well, I know, I know, um, I know. Neil Sullivan's one of them. Okay. So then, over to you, Darren, for the other one. Paul Robinson. Okay. Right, and then lastly, Martin, who is the most expensive player currently on zero points in the whole game? Oh, it's got to be oh on zero on zero points. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So. So they've not even kicked a ball, or they've been sent off. Uh, trying to think, one expensive that hasn't played yet. Mm. Uh, Going to go Burkamp. Played yet? Okay. And then Darren, who is the highest scoring four million pound player in the game so far? Can I go with the question you asked Martin? Because I know the answer to it. You cannot, but you can answer your question <laughs> and tell me who's the highest scoring four million pound player in the game. The highest Apparently. scoring four million player with two points. Four million. 
Oh my god, yeah. I didn't even know that many four million players. That's absolutely insane. Um, it's not. It's not the Man City defender because he hasn't played yet. Oh my god! I'm how sure many? How many points? How many? How many points did he have? He's got two points so far, and he's four million. Yep. Is it is burnt? Burnt Hass? Okay, right. Well, that concludes the quiz, and I can tell you that Martin was the winner by uh, four points to three. Oh Jesus! <laughs> oh, four, four, four to three. Oh, I got four three. three. Um, so Darren, the questions four. that you got wrong. The first goal scorer of game week two was Pablo, who was mentioned earlier. Yeah, Ipswich well, scored the first goal of game week two. Uh, nothing in Ipswich attackers for me. Then, yep. Yeah, then you all got. I'm all right, and except for the last two questions, the most expensive player in the game. Darren thinks he knows the answer to this. What do you think it is? It's Michael Owen. It is Michael Owen. Fuck, uh, see? I've had that question. <laughs> <laughs> and the highest scoring four million pound player in the game is Alfie Ingi Harland. Ah, oh, is it? There you go. Right, um, and that concludes the quiz. <laughs> Oh, so hopefully, my, you know, hopefully some people at home knew that maybe even some people got 10 out of 10 if they're you know I mean, Luke probably got 10 out of 10 Rob Pick knowing him got 10 out of 10 yeah he just seems to be good at everything doesn't he um, alright don't, don't give him a big hit. come on <laughs> I think he's already got one of those anywho <laughs> right um, should we move on yes uh, so we're going to have a look at September's fixtures um, and who's got the sort of worst and best fixture run? And who? So who could who could uh, who could you be looking at getting in? Yeah, okay. I think Martin, you said didn't you say to kind of go up? Was it to between game weeks four and seven or four and eight? I forget. So eight. So I think yeah. So I know we said about the, looking at um, looking at September, but um, yeah, game week eight runs into the second um, of October, so it's not September, yeah. but um, it makes sense to look up to game week eight. Um, yeah. because um, a lot of teams have two home games in a row in seven and eight. Yeah, they do. Mm. So I think that's why you mentioned before about people, people are thinking about wild carding. Um, and I think that's a good that's a good reason to do it. Um, the, this, this is the last opportunity we get, really, to target teams that have got a clutch of home games. So after, um, after game week eight, um, we pretty much fall into home away, home away, home away um, for quite a while. So, yeah, it may, makes sense um, to think about a wild card now because you can target those double home games. And the people that have got two home games in seven and eight, um, nearly all of them have got a home game in week five as well. So you could have this week and wild card, get a home game straight away, then an away game, and then two more home games. Yes, right. that will make sense. So, so you, you wouldn't consider then, Martin, just out of interest, you wouldn't consider building towards um, those teams that have the home in five, seven and eight and then wildcarding after game week eight to just get out of what are you, whatever you've built? Or, or do mm. you think definitely to wildcard in either four, game week four or five for that clutch of games? I suppose, I suppose and how much you want to attack it. I, yeah, I, understand, I understand what you're saying. If you wild card now to target those home games, then yeah, you might get game week nine and think, oh, I'm now not with my team for the next few weeks. Yeah, I understand what I'm saying there. I think if you wild card now and attack those home games, you know, we're not talking about two or three teams. We're talking about, um, so uh, here I've got them here. So the teams I'm talking about are, so you've got, 
Blackburn, Charlton, Everton, Leeds, Leicester, Man City and Sunderland. So all of those teams have got home games in seven and eight. Right, so it's a good amount of teams. You, you know, you're not you're not just throwing your wild card at two of them. Um, and I think if you're going to do that, then you'll probably be able to roll your transfer and have two transfers when you come out the other side of it. Were you just Ooh. mentioning uh, double game weeks in seven and eight at home where they've got a green fixture then? Because Arsenal have got a double seven and eight, unless I'm completely looking at the wrong thing, <laughs> which is, I'll be honest with you, Martin, that's a possibility. Arsenal. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, Arsenal. Um, did I not say Arsenal? That? Yeah, you're right. So, Arsenal That's also right. included. In I just thought I was looking right. at the wrong thing. I know me, I was looking at last year's fixtures. <laughs> so, yeah, sorry. The reason I've missed that is, um, yeah, Arsenal is a bit more, there's a bit more information additional to that. Arsenal. Oh, interesting. They've got, a good, they've got a good run between four and eight. And they, yeah, they uh, they've, got three, they've got those three home games. Um, so, so, yeah, so... So not only have they got those double home games, they, they've also got a favourable run as well. Um, so, yeah, pick them out separate. Um, and then Aston Villa as well. They've got Man United game, looks a bit of a write-off. But after that, they've got three home games out of four after this week. Yeah. Um, and, and if you look a little bit further ahead, up to game week 13, um, only for Aston Villa, this applies. Look up to game week 13. Um, after this week, Villa have got six home games out of nine, um, which is by far the most. Um, it's, it's, it's a bit of a I, I was interested in one of those Villa strikers, but I'm still. I, I did. I, I wanted Angel, but I don't know. I, I'm still not quite confident. I don't. When would you think that the um, the rotation will kind of settle down a little bit? I mean, are we still a little bit early to, to yeah. assume that Angel is going to play? No, I think if he plays this week, I think it will start to settle down now. Um, you know, just picking up on what um, Luke's been saying, you know, on the Sunday night streams. So it should only be the first few weeks where they sort of bugger about with it. Um, hmm. You know, they'll they'll get they'll get the players that haven't played for like six months because they haven't just haven't been many games. You know, they'll get them to the minute, and then it will start to settle down. So I think. Um, I think I think once we see the lineups for game week four, you can look at that four week period and start to say okay, um, and it'll feel. Yeah, no, I mean Angel is is sort of on my on my wish list. I do quite like um, a number of those not quite premium strikers. So I like I've already, obviously I've got one chop. I like Angel. I like Ricard. Who else do I like? There's quite a few of them that I think you know you could go for. I think it'd be crazy. Well, not crazy, but. I think you'd have to be very brave to go without still Van Nistelrooy, but then you wouldn't necessarily, you don't have to have Shearer or Vaduka. You could, you know, I think you can find value in those eight, nine million pound strikers as well. If you get yeah, the right definitely. one, obviously. Yeah, if you target the you all as well. You definitely can if you target the fixtures. I mean, I know some people seem to think that oh, some of these strikers are quite expensive, but if you if you if they get a good run of fixtures, you know, they'll be as good as anyone. So um so it's right that they are all quite expensive. Um, you know, it's not it's it's not because um they're gonna score twenty five goals over a whole season, but it's because if you get a good run of fixtures and a double game week, they can be absolutely dynamite. Um so if they're all cheap everybody's just gonna have the same team when that happens. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I mean I I look at these fixtures now and I'm like I, I kind of want some Arsenal players, some Blackburn players, and some Liverpool players, <laughs> uh, all of which I don't currently have. Yeah, I think um, yeah, 
it's another reason. It's another reason I think thinking about wildcarding sort of now because you know teams like Arsenal who had um, a poor start to the season, you know, they had a blank and they they had to go away. Um, you know, teams like that and um, Leeds as well. I don't have any Leeds in my team. I don't have any Arsenal in my team, um, and they've both got looking stuff coming up. Um, so yeah, you know, if a wildcard now, then I can do something about that. Um, and as I say, then and after the wild card, you should be able to go a couple of weeks from transfers, um, and then and then yeah, should be in a good position. But I think um, you know, in, ter- in terms of players for Arsenal, it's difficult. Um, Henri is frustrating, isn't he? Sometimes he gets subbed early. <laughs> yeah. You know, their midfield players aren't nailed. Um, it's difficult to you know, sometimes know who's going to play. But um, I think someone like Ashley Cole, for the, for the run they've got coming up. Um, it's definitely an option. So you are you set on wildcarding in in game week five, or are you just are you thinking out thinking it over still? Or I think I am. I think I've talked myself into it, and the transfer I've made this week leans towards it as well. So I've bought in, I've bought in Lippmann and Savarese this week. Um, you know, because Liverpool Liverpool have got a good home fixture. Um, we know he's going to start. Um, but it is it is a one game pick, so I've kind of already headed towards it by doing. I think I probably will. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I bought in Biscan for the um, before game week three, uh, thinking he would play in game week three, and looking ahead at the double game week because I think it's fair to say he's probably in their best their best eleven. Um, obviously, that hasn't yeah, worked. I mean, he didn't play last game, and the scout reveal. Um, today uh, has has said that he isn't going to be playing um, against Sunderland either. So I'm kind of, mm. even though I had planned on rolling my transfer, I now am thinking possibly I'll make a transfer this week because I had kind of earmarked game week five or six um, as to when I would um, use my wild card anyway. So now I'm contemplating maybe yeah. taking out Biscan and then um, bringing in possibly a different Liverpool midfielder simply. Yeah, you know, like I say, someone, you've, got the, you've, got, yeah, you've got the yeah. whole line You've got, yeah, you've got the whole lineup, so you can do some of what I've done. Just yes, someone you know is going to start that game, and then if you're wildcarding after it, is it you know you've got the game? Yeah. But do, given given the double game week, do you expect um, Liverpool to to rest many players in that? Because fitness wise, we you know we're still mm-hmm. near the beginning of the season, and apart from Owen, who's always injured, it seems. You know, generally yeah. speaking, all their players should be fit enough to play both of the games. So, do you do you kind of envisage them sort of playing majority of the same players, given that we're saying that this should be generally the last week for yeah um, sentimental in, rotation anyway? In general, that should be true. But I just think Liverpool are quite unreliable in general. They've got a lot of players that are around about the same ability. So, um, I want Hippier for the double, definitely. If Honcho was fit, would be doubled up for the double. Hippier and Honcho, they're the two that I would rely on. Um, I just don't, I just don't trust anybody else really to play. I mean, they, they might, but I mean, Gerard plays a lot of games, but he's not, he's, he's, you know, he's not a brilliant returner. Um, like Hegem, Hegem can be brilliant, but it's like, like I say, they've got other, they've got other players in his position that. Are, you know, not far behind him, so he can get rotated. They've got players like Biscan that can and Carragher play like multiple positions. 
they're just um, Liverpool just one of those teams where they've got a deep squad with players that are evenly matched. Um, so I just just don't trust their lineup. Yeah. I don't think you're a really. What about the goalkeeper? Would Dudek? you consider him? Do, yeah, Dudek. Uh, Given yeah, how many yeah, clean I mean, sheets they keep. They do keep a lot of clean sheets, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's an option. That's an option. Um, I hadn't really considered it, to be honest, just because... Decided I've got two two four point five million keepers and I'm kind of happy with that. But yeah, that's another option. I think Shaw might be looking uh, at the defensive option for Liverpool more than the attacking because um, yeah. with the attacking you've got you've got the rotation issue and you've also they don't you know they don't score four or five goals very often. Um, if it's, so. Yeah, I mean, I thought kind of just basing it on price and uh, um, that I thought. Owen was probably clearly the their best striker, and I thought Robbie Fowler was generally quite clearly the second best striker because there is sort of I think about two two and a half million pound drop before you get to Heskey, and then even even more so for Lippmann. And so it kind of surprises me that I thought that the pricing was done, you know, kind of based on ability. So I thought Fowler and Owen would, would generally be the main two. And then, you know, every, you know, it will be if games, if, you'd, you'd rotate and stuff. If those, yeah. if Fowler and Owen are fit and available, they are, they are the first choice for two. But when they're fit and available, they're both quite flaky players. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a tough one. And you've got, and, and Heskey especially is, is not far behind either of them. So it doesn't it doesn't take much for one of them not to play. But yeah, they're both hundred percent. Yeah, I actually is, started the season with Heskey. Yeah, I had I had Heskey in for game week one as a as a bit of a punt, um, but unfortunately it didn't work out. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, and he's yeah they've they've trolled they've trolled me again in this, in my sim data. So week three, it looked like Fowler was smashing it, and he didn't play. And this week Heskey. He's done really well. He's in the house. He's, that just summed that just summed Liverpool up for me. Yeah, I've, I mean, I've got Hippia. I think, like you said, I think I'll, I'll I'll contemplate a second defensive asset. But I mean, the only thing is that would mean me taking a hit this week if I was going to get rid of Biscan. So yeah, I've got some thinking to do. I think not sure what I'm going to do. But anyway, this isn't just about me. This is about everybody. So yeah, um, <laughs> who else have we got? I mean, Sunderland. You know, I I, th- I would have thought that Sunderland, you know, someone like a Kevin Phillips might be um, quite favourable for his his. Um, he's definitely not the double the coming game week. But, Sorry, the two home fixtures. Yeah, he's, he's, he's got one of, Chelsea he's one of the ones. at home, Spurs who can't defend, and then Millwall at home. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, in... and Ipswich the away game as well, which is not bad. Let's see, they've been chipping goals, so yeah, Phillips is one of those players. I'd say he's got that double home game coming up. Um, yeah, they are not um, and say even the away, even the away game in between is pretty good. Would you um, say there's any teams that at this stage you you would target? Like you know, you 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 think they're basically they're pretty shit. I mean, I've heard obviously Charlton are are going to be playing yeah. um, their third choice goalkeeper, which actually could be a, a number of a few keepers. So. I would assume that yeah. they're a team to sort of target, but anybody else, or is is it just Charlton at this stage? Yeah, I think Charlton are the standout at the moment. I think, but Everton. Um, I think I don't. I don't think Everton are too bad, and Everton yeah. um, actually 
Everton actually, interestingly, they've got so they've got Charlton away this week. Then they've got Villa away. Um, so the, the, the two not bad fixtures. Um, although Villa are capable of scoring goals for sure. Um, and then after that, they've got all home games in a row. So from game yeah. week six, six to nine, they've got four home games in a row. Mm. So, so I suppose anyone that's uh, wild carding in game week five, you could bring somebody. I mean, you could even play them at Aston Villa away, really. But you know, if mm-hmm. you wanted to rest that person, maybe it's a, I don't know, someone like a yeah. Steve Watson or or, or, or um, can't think who else now. Gravison, maybe Tommy Gravison, someone who, yeah. who you know you possibly will want to bench them against Aston Villa for whatever reason. But then you think yeah. you know you could play them in all all four of those four home games and. You know, yeah, I suppose you yeah. could, yeah, expect decent returns, certainly in a few of them. So, yeah, so we know the home advantage is definitely a thing. Um, and they beat, they've only, they've only played, they've played at home so far and they beat Middlesbrough. So it's a pretty good result, isn't it? Um, yeah, I mean, and just looking, looking at the fixtures, I think Everton are the only team that have that kind of sustained run of, of four home games in a row in this, yep. this sort of period, isn't it? Yeah, um, so, yes. Yeah, Everton and Villa are the two got um, a kind of odd amount of home games. Yeah, is there anybody? Have you noticed anybody who's got? I'm just trying to see it now. Who has the reverse? So has maybe three or four or three out of four um, away games in a row? Because you know, obviously, given the fact that there is the home advantage, it mm-hmm. means that essentially anyone that's got a lot of away games, you know, they're yeah. kind of a clear, clear team. It will, it will, it does happen, but it doesn't happen yet. So, for mm. for example, Middlesbrough have got four away games in a row, um, game weeks seventeen to twenty. So it does catch up with them eventually. Mm. Uh, Everton, I'm just looking now. It doesn't. It, Everton, it doesn't. They catch up with them later, but they have played two. Um, by the time they've played Charlton. Be out of four away ready, so they've kind of already paid for it. Um, and uh, Villa as well. So, we'll, we'll, um, so Villa, yeah, Villa, Villa the same. So by the time that they've played Man United, that will be four three away games out of four. So um, yeah, so Villa and Everton, they've got lots of home games coming up, but they've already paid for that in, in these first four weeks. Mm, interesting. I, see, I wasn't even—I wasn't ever thinking about a wild card until we started looking and speaking about the fixtures. And now I'm just looking at it like, like I was rolling a transfer this week, and then I was going to make three transfers for the double game week, so take a minus four, but have three players for the doubles. But now I look at the fixture run of some of these teams. I can't ignore the fact I don't have the players for them. Like mm-hmm. when you just said, I never really thought about Everton, but they have got some really nice fixtures in a row and there's one or two players that they could definitely, you know, that will play and could definitely score some points. Yeah. Same as, um, same as the, um, yeah, Liverpool and, and Blackburn and yeah, I might be wildcarding game week five instead. The thing was, the thing with someone like Everton as well, which I've said it, I've said it about Derby um, in, in my videos because they've scored a few more goals than Everton. So it's been sort of more apparent, but if you're going to get an Everton player, you pretty much know who you're getting, don't you? It's Kevin Campbell, Gravison. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's easy. You know who you're going to get, don't you? It's not, okay, I want an Everton player, oh, but who's it going to be? Yeah. You really, just... you, you really sort of know who you're homing in on, don't you? So I think that's, I think that's no bad thing either. 
Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I've, I must say, I, I, I personally hadn't considered Everton players really, uh, other than at no, the very no. beginning of the season when I was just kind of looking over everybody and kind of giving everyone a little bit of a chance. Um, but yeah, I mean, off the top of my head, if I, if I do wild card in game week five, I mean, yes, the home fixtures are are, are repeating, having five, four in a row. Sorry. Um, I just feel like, to be honest, I'd probably want other players before I'd want Everton players. Yeah, I understand um, that. So did I. Yeah, I understand that. I just thought I'd there was one want... player I thought about. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think I'm with you. I think I'd only want one, but at the same time, I do want one. <laughs> so. mm. Yeah, I mean, well, I suppose, you know, we you still need your, your decent bench. So, you know, it probably would be a, a bench option it just kind of goes against everything for me to bring in the Everton player because they were just so poor last season yeah same they and, really were. And, I, and I was thinking about forwards as well and it's like every time I look at my forwards I think well it's Rude van Nistelrooy and who because I just can't think about taking him out I really want to take him out though so do I, I say, but it's I just gonna it's just out. gonna I think it's just gonna hurt you is, is if you take him out, the you know the day you don't have him is the day he's going to score that hat trick, mm. and it, and he's gonna and everyone would have captained him because he was such the obvious choice, and then you're like thirty points down. That's the problem with him. Yeah, I mean, I, I for me personally, I think if there was a bigger price difference between Viduka, I think I would possibly go. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hesitate to do it at times in the season, um, but they're very close in price, which kind of makes you think. Oh, maybe I'll just pay that extra 0.5 million for Van Nistelrooy. Mm. Um, I quite enjoyed ha- not having Van Nistelrooy. Uh, I felt kind of brave doing it last season, but it just feels silly at the moment. Um, especially yeah. with, you know, they've still got good fixtures. And even though I know you've said, um, Martin, in, in your recent video about him, you know, he, he would probably just get the one return. Um, you know, still one, though. <laughs> yeah, it's still one. Yeah. <laughs> You know, and then, it, I mean, Blackburn away, you know, Blackburn are, are quite tight defensively, but then, you know, Manchester United shouldn't rest any players for that. So they should they should attack them. And then, you know, it's Leicester at home after that. So, you know, I, I don't really want to be that on-off, on-off yeah. business. So, yeah, I think yeah, I, I, I might it. wait for Leeds to have a good run and then bring in Viduka for him or something like that. But I can't, I can't do Henri. I just can't do it after last season. <laughs> yeah, no, I think um, I think I'd be with you there. I think I think actually Cole's the man from Arsenal for for this one. Um, yeah, and uh, Van der it is it is maybe it is a bit of a shame in a way, but I think he is essential at least at the moment. But like I say, you don't you, I don't think sometimes sometimes you can roll the dice on the captaincy if. You know, like to say, like Middlesbrough look good, and United. Um, you know, it it could go the other way. Yeah, I think the thing with Van Nistelrooy is you can't um, you can't win you can't win the thing in the first sort of six weeks, of you, but you can you can kind of lose it, can't you? If you don't, yeah, don't go with a, a striker like that, take like eighty percent owned. Um, so I think if you're yeah. going to gamble with him, you know. In it, I'm all for like in it to win it, takes gambles. Um, but yeah, just probably not just yeah. Yeah, for now, I mean, I'm just trying to. Well, I would say stick with the pack. <laughs> I'm not with the pack at the moment, but um, yeah, I'm just trying to catch up and 
you know, I, I feel like I can make my gains in other areas. I feel like, you know, the majority of the, the leading players, let's say the top 200, um, they, the majority of those will all still have Van So I don't think there's any harm in me having Van and even having him as captain. It's just those, you know, other picks I've got to kind of try and get right. That I'm still working out because, yeah, I'm currently 666. Um, so yeah, not where I wanted to be. Um, but like you said, still plenty, plenty of time. It's game week four, mate. It's plenty of time. Yeah, it's it's really tight. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I think um, I think a lot of people, you know, have been frustrated with scores at times. But um, yeah. You know, for those people who are playing for the first time this season, this was exactly what it was like last season. There were so many erratic game weeks and <laughs> rotations. You know, that's why it's important to really, you know, that's why, you know, the Scout League and um, Luke Stream and stuff like that, those things are really, really important because they will definitely help you. You know, it's, I, I, I have this saying with my children, you know, knowledge is power. You know, they're literally giving you information um, you know, it's really, really useful. So make sure you use it. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Well, so in terms of, in terms of the double game week and, and your, so you're wildcarding into that Liverpool Blackburn. Just wondering, Martin, how many, how many Blackburn players do you think you're going to bring in? I think I'm going to bring in David Weatherall. Um, oh. he just, uh, he just looked around, not just for the double, but in general. He looks good for looks good for bonus. He's a he's a good price. Um, you know, Blackburn are a good team. Mm. Yeah, so that's not that's that's bad. I, I think I think for a team like Blackburn, um, especially you know, especially when they're at home, you know, in a favourable fixture, um, and looks he looks good for bonus. Um, so I think I'll bring in Weatherall. Um, but as I say, that's more of a I, I just want him anyway. Like the double, the fact that the double is a bit of a bonus. I think. Mm. Um, so yeah, I think I'll do that. Um, aside from that, I'm not sure. I had to sew. I had to sew in my team from week one, and then he got an assist in the opening week, so that was good. Mm. Um, but he's he's injured now, knock, so he's not not going to play this week. And then yeah, so I may I may get him back at some point, but um, yeah, for the moment it's it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a wait and see on him how much he plays as well. Because um, soon as for it in season one, um, Blackburn's formation. Um, you know, chops and changes, and mm. um, how often they'll actually play fullbacks, um, how often they will actually play, not sure. So, yeah, happy I got my return out of him in week one, but I think he's a bit of a wait and see overall whether I'll bring him back. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think the likes of Duff and Dunn are, 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 they are good assets, but I, I'm not sure I can see Blackburn scoring many goals against Liverpool and Manchester United. So, no, it's, you know, I, no. I, I guess, you know, they're probably not difficult. Not going to be the best picks uh, for anyone that is on on wild card, and I think, like you say, you know, a defender who's you know got a good chance of of hitting bonus points is probably a sensible a sensible pick for those fixtures. Even if they don't keep a clean sheet in either one, you know, just those appearance mm-hmm. points and bonus points. Yeah, um, yeah, you could make you it could, work. You could yeah, yeah. I mean, they could lose both games two now, and then you could still get five or six points if you've got two games. Yeah, so you know that's 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 ten or twelve points. You know, from a, from a single game week from a player. You know, that's 
you know, that's a great return from from any defender. You know, that's in regular in a regular game week. That's probably that's what's that? Probably a clean sheet and a goal. <laughs> so mm. yeah, no, I think that's 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 definitely a a sensible bit of advice there. Um, and I, would are you going to go for treble Liverpool, or are you thinking of just two? No, no probably only one because Hentro is injured. So I think probably only bringing him here. I just, I'm just, I'm just not that interested in sort of creating a problem for myself after the double. I just don't like Liverpool options that much. So I was thinking, um, yeah, same. So do you think Hencho being injured will uh, impact Liverpool's ability to keep clean sheets? No, I don't think so because they've got they've got a good good backup. Um, who is it? I can't remember who's in the league. Is it Carragher that's coming in? Hegum, Risa. They've got. Yeah. Oh, well, there's another guy as well. Oh, I can't remember his name. I always choke on his name. Um, I'm sure he plays defence for them. Uh, Vignal. Yeah. Vignal. Well, Vignal. Okay. So, so yeah, it sounds like Carrick will play centre back. So that's not bad. I don't think it'll affect too much, to be honest. Um, what, what it might do is open up. The, uh, it might open up Risa. He might get to come in on the left side. Yeah. Yeah, do. it's it's Hegum, Hegum and Risa at fullback, Carragher and Hippie are centre backs. Then you've got Murphy on the right, Gerard and Smith in the middle, and Barnby on the left, I think. Yeah. Uh, and then you've got obviously Littmanen and Fowler up front. Mm-hmm. Is Mike is Michael yeah, Owen still so injured then? He is injured yes. still, yeah, another week. Jeez. So he should be back for the double. He should be back for the double, but um but you could you could um, you could wait and see um, you know for the for the stream next Sunday night to see what his fitness levels are like if during that. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I I'm thinking now. I'm definitely wildcarding next week. Um, I've got an idea of the pit, the idea in my head already of who I want, but I I'm I'm the same as you, Martin, in terms of Liverpool. I don't I don't like them. Um, they're they're forward assets at all. It's just too. They too, they rotate too much. They, they got four very good strikers, yeah. so they rotate them too much. There's nothing coming out of their midfield really, um, either. So it is all just defensive assets for them. Yeah. So yeah, let's say I'm uh, hippie. I definitely want hippie. Yeah. So, I think that could be it. Yeah. I, I, I if I'm wildcarding, I'll may I may consider du- may consider Dudek as well if I want to double up. But he is six million, so that's a lot of money on a keeper. Yeah, and then it, and then it, and then it takes two transfers to downgrade that. Then, pretty much, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, maybe not. <laughs> okay, and and Honcho's oh, definitely. Can I just check? Honcho's definitely out of the double as well, isn't he? I can't remember how long he's injured for. Uh, I don't know. He's, uh, he's probably going to be orange flag. If I remember. Yes. What Luke said on the stream last night. Yeah. So he might he he might play, but he probably if he does play, he's going to be going into an orange flag that looks like. Fair enough. Fair enough. Perfect. Damn. Right. Well, I mean, we've we've kind of just answered two. The next thing was about wild carding uh, in for four, five, and six. I think we've done wild carding to death in those. <laughs> so we we'll, we'll skip that and and we'll go straight on to our dead team. That's not dead team. Um, Oh yeah. The only issue with this, I've thought, is that we have to talk about it, and then we can actually see it. So no, no, they can because I tweeted out earlier this afternoon, or might even be this morning. I did tweet out an image of the dead team. Of course you did. So what? What I've done? Yeah, you know me. I'm I'm on top of these things. (laughs) Um, 
So what I did is at the start of the season, I created a dead team for me and Darren, except the difference is it's not going to be dead in the traditional sense. Uh, it, the, this team basically comes alive for one night only every month. When we do um, a Chapman special. When we do our Chapman special. So Darren and I said that we kind of agreed that we do up to four transfers per month. So obviously we've banked uh, two free transfers, which means we can take up to a minus eight. Um, for anybody who you know is listening and hasn't yet looked at the team, I'll quickly run through it. We've got yes, no, that's my own team. <laughs> I was about to read my own team. Um, we have uh, the goalkeepers are yes, no, that's still my own team. Where's this team gone? All right, let me look on my phone. Right. We have um, Mark Poom and Dean Kiley as the goalkeepers. The defenders are Emerson Tome, Richard Rufus, Titus Bramble, Ian Hart, Gareth Southgate. The midfielders are Boya, Beckham, Dyer, Petkov and Wally. And the strikers are Wallace, Yule and Van Nisselrooy. Um, this team's actually doing okay. Um, I think they are currently ranked to, what did I say? 400 and something. Did I tell you? I can't remember. Yeah, you, I know it was, I think it's higher than you, but lower than me. Yeah, something like that. Anyway, they're not doing too bad. Uh, it's been perma captain on Van Nisselrooy, perma vice captain on um, Ian Hart. So, you know, essentially we've been, we've been doing okay. Um, but obviously with the fact that we are going to now build for those coming four or five weeks up until October, um, it is kind of important that we probably make one or two changes here and there. Um, so Martin, do you have any suggestions? We have no money left in the bank. Yeah. Um, do you have any recommendations? I'll be getting rid of so, <laughs> Sorry, go so on. The, the, the... The, the, the first thing that stood out, it's not particularly exciting, but um, goalkeepers, I'm not, not a fan of those two goalkeepers. Poon and Kylie, Bobby and Charlton. Um, yeah, I think, um, as I said, um, I was going to mention Sullivan, so I knew I knew Sullivan was a top point scorer goalkeeper. So I think he's 4.5 million. Um, mm. And Sunderland um, have got some all right pictures and some home games coming up. Um, and obviously Kylie is suspended now. Yes. Um, yeah. So, um, so yeah, I think I'd, I think I'd maybe spend. I wouldn't spend two transfers getting rid of both of them because that's quite dull, isn't it? But maybe, maybe bring um, Sullivan in for Kylie. Okay, that makes sense. So I'm going to just do that right now as I'm speaking to you. Um, that give you, does, does that give you another half a million as well? I can't remember. Uh, no, they're no, both 4.5. Okay, fair enough. In terms, I mean, I, you know, I, I, I quite like the the Yule pick. I mean, we could just go, yeah, you know, brave and just get rid of Van Nistelrooy and go for Phillips, like we mentioned earlier, something crazy like that. That is too um, crazy. Oh, sorry, <laughs> too crazy. <laughs> I mean, we've got Beckham sitting there, who's obviously he did miss out. Um, yeah, you know, I, I presume he's he he's going to be twice. in their best eleven, isn't he? But yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I wouldn't be replacing think, Beckham. He's in my own team. Go on, Martin. What think, are you going to say? Um, yeah, I was just looking at so in terms of the, in terms of the midfield, 
Petkov's got a good game this week, but then after that, if it's sort of if it's going to be a dead team for the next three or four weeks, um, Watford's fixtures do turn a bit. Arsenal away. It's that as well. Yeah, they so after Millwall, Petkov is away to Arsenal at home to Liverpool, um, and then two in a row, Everton and Charlton. So it's quite, he's quite high value, isn't he? So maybe yeah. um, as, as much as I do like Petkov as a pick, going to be a dead team for a few weeks. Maybe maybe he's one's target, you know, rather than viral back. Mm-hmm. Okay, All right. I'm going to hit the X on him for now. Do you think... Um, I know who I'd go for. Well, hang on. Before you say that, do you... You know, obviously we can get rid of a couple of players. We could get rid of a striker or a defender as well and kind of shift the money a little bit. So, you know, I mean, you've got um, you've got Southgate sitting in there at 5.5. You've got Ian Hart sitting there at 7 million. You've mentioned David Weverall, who... Um, I think, as we said, is only five million. Is that, yeah. you think that that's a viable an option? Save a little bit of money I think, there. I think it is because I think the other the other thing I noted when you sent it over to me is I definitely want a Villa player in there. So, like you say, if you shifted some money around, it have scope. I don't know exactly what it would give you, but would there be scope to maybe like change Wallace to Angel, for example? Okay, let's give that a go. I think that would mean downgrading Ian Hart. Um, but, you know, why not? This is the opportunity to just kind of say, what the hell? Um, okay, so that would mean at this stage, that would mean Petkov turns into a £5 million midfielder or we downgrade Ian Hart as well. So Ian Hart could become David Weverall and then that gets us the £7 million back for the midfielder. Okay, that's good because the midfielder I think we should go for is 7 million. Okay, right. So let's not dilly-dally. Right, let's get this player out. Right, Ian Hart, sees you later. Um, I mean, I can't believe you're taking Ian Hart out. I mean, I didn't agree to that. (laughs) I'm not happy. Listen, it's it's all for fun. It is. This, This team we can't really... You know, I didn't even look at this team until... Uh, I think I don't even remembered it after game week two. Um, and then who's the off seven million midfielder, Darren? Uh, Perez. Arsenal. Oh. Arsenal have got four green fixtures: Newcastle, Watford, Everton, Charlton. And then they've got last Man United. Season, he, yes, yeah, last but he's, season he's played I every game. The Arsenal so shirt, Darren. I must tell you this, and, and mine. Last season, I bought the Arsenal shirt. I loved that shirt. It's my favourite home shirt we've had for a while. <laughs> and I've got Perez on the back. Good. My favourite Arsenal player. I know. That's right, what, so that's what I'm telling you to pick That him. would be our four transfers. <laughs> uh, our four transfers, well, it would be Kylie, Ian Hart, Petkov and Rod Wallace out. It would be Sullivan, Weatherall, Perez and Angel all in. That leaves us... Oh. Oh, God. Have we gone over? <laughs> that leaves us at 0.5 million in debt. Why is that? Because Petkov seven point because Petkov seven point five. No, he thought he was. Uh, Where's the seven? Uh, oh bugger! Well, that means we. Mm, I mean, I suppose we can sort of we can break our own rules here because we we make up the rules. So yeah, I mean, we have to do one more transfer because I like those deals. I think we keep him. 
Yeah, we can only do deals every every month. All right, well, can you get so rid of either, Kieran? Can you get rid of Kieran Dyer then? Absolutely. Right, eight point five million needs to be eight million or less. Martin, just, what are your thoughts? Can you just swap him straight for Stephen Hughes? Maybe. Good shout. Stephen Hughes is stuck. Oh. Don't throw. Don't give me options, Martin. You're the genius. <laughs> dude. Uh, I would. I would go for Zapeda over Stephen Hughes. Based on fixtures or fixtures. player. Fixtures, both. If I'm totally honest with you, both. Okay. Okay. So it goes a beta. All right. Goes a well, in. we'll listen to you this time. Right. Brilliant. Okay. Yeah. So that means we've taken a minus twelve, but never mind because we're a decent team here. Now that I'm going to press save. There we go. I did it nice and loudly, so you can hear it on the podcast. Thanks. Um, the only thing we need to now decide is. Who is the captain for this period of time and who is the vice captain? So obviously, the obvious pick is Ruud van Nistelrooy, but can we be yeah. brave enough to have someone else over that five, four or five game period? Yeah. Martin, what are your thoughts as well? Mine is Jason Yule. If you want a differential, go for Jason Yule. Yeah, yeah, it's, 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 it's got to be Yule or Angel, hasn't it? But yeah, I think Yule, he could... Uh, yeah, Everton, Yule yeah, is Everton at, home, Everton at home and Derby away, that could be... Tasty. That could be, that could be tasty. Yeah. Uh, Mike, okay. quick question: What, why, why Angel over Bosco Balaban? Just, just out of interest. Angel is, if he plays, is just the best player. That he's got a higher ceiling than Balaban. Um, okay. Obviously, he was, he was a bit of a letdown in season one. But um, yeah, if he's, if he's going to play every week, and and it looks maybe you know early signs suggest um, so, yeah, promising. I just think he's got a higher ceiling than Balaban. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. I like it. So, in terms of vice captain, um, who are we thinking? You've mentioned Angel being very good. We could have it on, yeah, on go, Angel go, go, and go, just go. ignore Van Nistelrooy. Yeah, do it. Do it. They've, they've got good fixtures. So, if one doesn't play, then the other one will. It's not a problem. Hmm. Okie dokie then. And we need to decide which goalkeeper is going to sit in goal for the next few weeks. Um, not the one for Sunderland. <laughs> Who's the other one? Uh, so there's Sullivan of Sunderland or there's Mark Poon of Derby. Mm, um, Derby is probably... I don't good. see the point in bringing in Sullivan and then not yeah, playing Yeah, I was going to say, we've brought him in now. <laughs> yeah, uh, let's yeah, give him a good chance. Point. Yeah, very good point. Okay, yeah, no, that's understandable. He's wearing stripes. He needs to earn his stripes. Okay, well, right. we, um, we scared um, about doing that in the first two games. We'd be betting it. We'd be betting against ourselves as well because Derby are playing Charlton. So, mm. so just to be clear though, we've got. I've kept the same three players on the bench, which is Wally, Tome, and Rufus. We agreed with those three staying on the bench. It means that Weatherall, Bramble, and Southgate are the starting three defenders, and Perez, Boya, Beckham, and Zapida in midfield. Nice. And then the three strikers are Angel, Yule, and Venezuela. That sounds good to me. That's a tasty team, I think. Appreciate okay. it. Okay. Nice one. Right. right. Okay. Locked so in and we're done. Yeah, we're we done. have we have but a couple of four things to do. We obviously have to answer questions. Now, obviously with the questions, I think we have answered a lot already. So we'll go through them and if we've answered it, we'll just very, very quickly just touch on it. Um yeah. I think after the questions we'll announce the manager of the month for the cup. So, sorry for the league. Um, and then we'll touch on the cup. So let's jump into the questions because I think people have waited long enough. Right. Speed through them then. Speed through them. 
So FPL Fish, uh, he was first yesterday. Uh, he said, is Varon a must-own now? And if so, do we sacrifice Rude to bring him in? Can we trust a Liverpool forward for the double game week? Is, Jans- is Janssen a better option as he's at home? Um, interesting. Well, Varon's mm. staying now, isn't he? Um, I heard on Luke's stream that um, it's been confirmed that he's staying. Um, yeah. Would you go Varon over Van Nistelrooy? No. I mean, no. if you're playing the game for fun, then yeah, I think you could. But it's a bit, bit of a risk, I think. Yeah, I think we're all unanimous, aren't we? No. <laughs> um, <laughs> Veron isn't a Veron isn't a must own to me. I don't own him, and I don't plan on ever. Um, and I would never sacrifice Rue to bring him in. Um, yeah, exactly. That's the thing. Is it's great, you can't body, and and if you've got Veron and Van Nistelrooy. Yeah, you're struggling in other areas. Then yeah, you are burning so, a lot of money. Um, you got, you got, you got to have one or the other, and it would be rude for me. Same. Uh, can we trust a Liverpool forward for the double game week? No, we've answered that. Don't. Um, <laughs> uh, or is Jan- is Jansen of Blackburn obviously a better option if he's at home? Uh, I considered Jansen, but he's still ten million, so that's quite a lot. But he was—I'd yeah. still say he's a better option than any of the Liverpool strikers because you just don't know who's going to play. Yeah, they're tough games as well, aren't they? Man United. And... Yeah, exactly, mm. exactly. Um, okay, that's our field question. So FPL Buddy has asked, who is the best pick with Hencho injured, or Henchos? Um, so I, I mean, he well. didn't expand on that question. I mean, I would, I would run on the assumption that he means for the same amount of money, um, which is, I think, is Honcho six million? Honcho six. Yes. So effectively. Who's the best? You can you can afford anybody apart from Ian Hart. I think we already have established that. Obviously, who is 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 there? Oh, so right. There's quite a few. There's quite a few six point five. Oh, all right then. Yes, there's a few six point fives. How much is Desai? Because he's is he six. six. Yeah, okay. Well, then you know, he, I guess he he is an option. I mean, he is a Chelsea. He is a two, of the, two of the next three games are. At home, you know, they're Blackburn at home who will set up probably defensively. So yeah. there's that. And then they've also got Man City at home. I mean, the fact that Martin's mentioned that two or three times a season, Man City have the potential of going crazy would worry me slightly. But I don't think Man City are going to score five goals against Chelsea. Personally. No, that way, one of them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, You've got Gardner yeah, I mean, as well. Gardner's got. Yeah. Bank. Bank half a million and have Gardner. He's had a great start. He did. He played well. He's played one game and he had a goal and two assists and a clean sheet. I mean, a twenty-one point haul. Imagine if you would put your captaincy on Gardner as a punt. That'd have been nice. Yeah, I, I I actually bought in Gardner at one point last season as well. Um, I tried to get in on him early, but he didn't really do anything. Um, when I had him, which was a shame because I'd heard how much of a how, how how much potential he does have. He he can he can he can bang basically, but he didn't yeah. really do that much last season. Bolton have got all right fixtures as well. Injury. Actually, to be fair, and I wouldn't I wouldn't let season one be players that do players that don't use well in season one. It doesn't doesn't always carry over. They can mm. they can turn it around for sure. Mm. Yeah, no, he's he's a consideration for me on my wild card. Whenever I, you know, if I do wild card in five, then then yes. But if I if I do end up wild card in a little bit later, then 
you know, he definitely would be a player that I would look at. Um, I mean, that if I did, if anyone wildcards in game week five, you know, game week six leads leads at home is is obviously going to be a, a tricky game, but you know, it's, it's still a home fixture. You know, he still has the potential of doing something in that game. And then if you're using the, the, the colour codes, they don't play another red fixture until Liverpool in game week 11. And again, that's at home. So, yeah, I, I would say Bolton's run, you know, between now, well, in September and probably majority of October as well is, is, is fairly decent. So, yeah, get on that Gardner, Gardner cool. train. Nice. It's definitely an option. Cool. Um, FPL Glasto has asked, I have Hippia for the upcoming game week. I want at least two Liverpool and Janssen for the double, leaning to another Liverpool defender, but who to get? Um, we just touched on this earlier, didn't we? Really, the only ones you can consider are probably uh, Carragher or Risa, I think, wasn't it? Hegem. Or Hegem. Or Hegem. Or Hegem yeah. and Risa. Yeah. Carragher, I think, I think is only, only going to play while Honcho's injured, really. Yeah. Hegem and Risa. Yeah, if you're going to bring them in this week, you may as well bring in in Hegemore or um, Risa simply because you know they're going to play this week um, and then if for whatever reason they don't play both the games in the double at least you've got them for game week four and one of the the games in the double I doubt they're going to drop Risa or Hegem for both games in the double considering they're probably their best two fullbacks so yes they might rotate one of them but they're unlikely to rotate both I would have thought so you know they're both going to play in game week four. So my personal opinion would be to pick one of those two. Perfect. Yeah. Um, so Cal has asked something again. Liverpool defence. Do we think double Liverpool defence could be fruitful for the double if we're not keen on their attackers? Uh, we have we have answered that. <laughs> uh, and and yes, uh, they are. Um, if you can get Liverpool double, uh, as, as we all said, Hippie is fine, but we wouldn't know who to to, to double with. Um, but we just gave you a list of the Liverpool attackers just then. So uh, yes, it could. We don't like Liverpool strikers either. That's nice and easy. Um, Pep Talk has asked four questions. It's a bit rude, isn't it? It's a lot. <laughs> Greed. <laughs> Um, he's put with the double game week in Chapman in game week five should we ideally be looking to roll a transfer this game week to give us two for the double game week that's the first one Um, I mean that's what I was planning to do Uh, I was rolling this week I've not made any and I was planning to have two um, for the the double game week and even take a third transfer and take a minus four but having a look at the fixtures now and obviously with the help of uh, Martin today I am now considering that wild card because I can see what I would do with it. Um, I don't know if you guys have got any other uh, opinions to that. I think you're all, I think Martin, you're set on a wild card for that game week five as well, aren't you now? Yeah. So, yeah. So, I, I bought Littman in for, for a one game punt. So, I've already kind of set myself up. Um, yeah. Rolling a transfer just to target the double. Um, yeah. Again, as I said before, I'm not that hard about having a double anyway. Um, so, I wouldn't be doing it specifically for that if it was me. Fair enough. Um, what about yourself, uh, Thomas? Um, yeah, no, I agree. 
Okay. <laughs> nice and easy. Um, Who is that? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, cool. I like that. So who are the best Liverpool or Blackburn assets to own? Uh, again, I think we've done this one to death yeah, today. We've covered Liverpool. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah let, let, just touch on Blackburn slightly. Um, for me at the moment, I think you're looking at... Uh, I'm not a big fan of, of Janssen. And I think at 10 million, that's quite quite a punt. I think at the moment you want to be looking maybe at Dunn. And, and the other one I was looking at earlier is De Boer. Uh, at six million, he's had uh, I think the most shots out of the Blackburn team so far. Um, I think he's had five shots, so that's more than their striker. So obviously he's getting into the positions and he's played every game, so he's one I would consider. And obviously Martin earlier, I think you said Weatherall, didn't you, as a defender option? Yeah, yeah. Um, the only other one, the I, keeper as well. Westerveld. Uh, um, um, Steady. Yeah, he's steady keeper. Yeah, he's, um, say, made, well, he's made two saves so far, no clean sheets. I mean, that that, that doesn't fill me with any confidence whatsoever. <laughs> That's not steady. That's shite. Uh, <laughs> I think the thing I think the thing with Vestavell, I think Luke uh, again in the Sunday night stream, he says he seems to pick up bonus for doing not much. Um, so, but but yeah, I think it it keeper. Um, so if you've got for the moment once you upgrade that it then takes two transfers to downgrade it and then spend yeah. somewhere else doesn't it so yeah um just thinking out loud um i don't know why but nobby solano hasn't played much for blackburn yet was he injured yeah so i mean he uh, was fantastic for newcastle last season mm. i mean and, it's a new yeah. signing as well isn't he so yeah they normally they normally go in. yeah they normally go straight in i mean for judging by data i've got he's played 39 minutes and he scored one goal already um but it looks like maybe he played th- like 39 minutes is a random bloody number to be fair um so it tells it tells me he got injured after he scored yeah and he is he is um he is potentially injury prone if you look at season one it looks like it yeah he's so he's one um talking before about some players have you know a zero like a random generator yeah. in some of their attributes so solano has a zero for injuries looking at what happened in season one he's probably been assigned by number oh poor nobby but uh yeah he's um yeah, he he's not a bad idea um, if you, if you can trust him. So that's 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 the Liverpool and Blackburn assets. I think we, we'd all agree. Um, okay, he said, how many should we be looking to get from each team? Again, one to two from Liverpool, maybe one from Blackburn. That's that's for me. I think we've touched yeah. on that. And then he said, or do we just ignore the double game week altogether? Um, we haven't touched that on that at all. Uh, uh, a very short answer for me is no, we shouldn't ignore the double game week. Um, but it still wouldn't hurt you if you did. Like, I think I ignored a double game week last year where everybody jumped on. Oh, I can't remember who it was now. And they blanked. So at the end of the day, I didn't lose anything from, from not doing it. And they all probably mm. made their, cha- their teams slightly different than they wanted them. So I think yeah. the I think the only way you can get punished if you ignore the double game week, which is effectively not owning Liverpool backburn players and then not bringing them in, is if Hippier was or, or Liverpool were to keep maybe two clean sheets. Yeah, it's cost you twelve um, points at least, isn't it? You know, he's gonna get a, a, probably at least one bonus point from both of those games. If Hippier does anything, you know. He, Especially now with Honcho injured, 
it, it's that's broken any chance of there being a bit of a divide in ownership. So some people would have gone for Honcho, some would have gone for Hippia, and then some yep. maybe would have got both. Now everyone's just going to go for Hippia. So I'm not saying he's going to be in the same mold as Van Nisseroy, but I think that he he is just for that one week is, is you know, is kind of as close to essential as you can kind of get. I think if Hippia does return, you know, I, I've, I'm contemplating captain him for that week simply because mm. he's the most reliable asset. And I think Liverpool could easily keep two clean sheets. Um, yeah. And he has a chance of picking up bonus points. Um, you know, yeah, it's, it's whether in questions. that, I think in that same week, you know, is Van Nisselrooy, who will obviously be the other main um, captain player, is Van Nisselrooy going to score? Is he going to... Well, no, he can't. He, I suppose he could. If Van Nisselrooy, say, scored a hat-trick against Blackburn in their single game week, um, is Honcho going to... Is he going to outscore Honcho's two games against again against Blackburn and against Spurs? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he might, but I, th- I think... I think sorry, Hippia. I think Hippia has more chance of outscoring Vanissori that week. He takes penalties as well. I remember he does, yeah. So I think it's not about it's not about ignoring the game week. Like I mean, I I know we're, we're sort of talking it down. I don't own Hippia at the moment, but I definitely want him in for the double. But the thing about it is, I don't just want him for the double. I want him anyway. Like I'm not going to fill my players with crap that I don't want. Um, you know, from game week six onwards. It's just that they've got a double. So it's not about ignoring it. But, you know, it's it's not the kind of double where I think you're bringing in players that you're not going to want afterwards. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, fair Perfect. Point. We have a lot of Liverpool questions, by the way. So luckily we can get Buzz through them because we've touched on them. Um, so FPL Beery, am I better off moving Terry to a cheaper defender or staying in the same price bracket? He currently has Fester, Bramble, Tom, and Hippia. That's an expensive midfield. That's expensive defence. Um, mm. I don't really know. I mean, for for me, I, I like we've mentioned Terry. You could go to Ricardo Gardner. Um, you could just swap him straight for so if you wanted to keep Chelsea. You could go straight to Desai, who's been a pretty good punt for me so far. Um, but yeah, I, I don't really, I don't really. I think we touched on defenders earlier, didn't we, around the same price packet as Cherry? I think, yeah, I think, this, like I said with the goalkeepers before, once you downgrade a position, it takes two transfers to get that money back into that position. Yeah. So, is, is, so, so what, if, you know, if you want to downgrade, what would you do with the money? Um, you know, is that going to help you in the long term? Or, or, you know, do you want to keep that balance of where your funds are spread? You can easily get Terry back when he's fit. You've got the right money to do it. It takes one transfer. Um, so I think that's the thing to consider. Like, what would you do with the money? Are you bothered about whether you can swap Terry straight back in or you know, distributing the funds elsewhere? Very good point. Yeah. Another name I'd throw out there is um, Colin Cooper, by the way. I'd consider him. I have Cooper in my team and he's yeah, pretty deep Cooper. for bonus points. Nice. He's only five million, so it'll save you a million. Very true, very yeah. true. Um, Borbag has asked, an only normal question today, Thomas, no weird stuff. Uh, yeah, I'm, no, 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 don't worry. I, I made sure I put the uncomfortable question in our pod yesterday. I don't want <laughs> Could have really got to know mine. <laughs> to be asked about 
the kind of things we were asked yesterday. Yeah. That's okay. I, yeah, I've listened to obviously I've, I've listened to your pod before, so I know the kind of questions that uh, <laughs> that ball back. Don't worry, with. Martin. When, when you've been on a few times, we, we'll get we'll get him to ask you one of those really uncomfortable questions. Well, he, but for now, he's got a champ man one. He has asked a very similar question to everyone else. Is it straight to a Liverpool defender for John Terry? Um, yeah, why not? Sammy Hippier, very easy. Um, that's what I'd yeah. be doing now to get him in. Yeah. And I don't think anyone in this podcast right now would be doing any different than that. Um, Aritravo has put, should we at least have one Leeds defender in our teams? They have tightened up defensively because of the managerial change. Um to, for me, uh, there's only one Leeds defender I'd want in my team, and that's that's obviously Ian Hart. Um, I don't know if we have. I don't think. I don't think having a Leeds defender is an essential thing. Do you guys? No. I mean the way. No. Yeah. And the kind of the way that question is worded. I think, yeah. Reading between the lines, saying is it essential? No, I don't think it is essential. No. Um, they do have. They do have options. You know, if you get a good run of fixtures, you know, defend, yeah, defenders I mean, for other teams better for bonus. I think if, if anyone would go for Radaby, yeah, Radaby's a good shout. Yeah, yeah he's, he's 5.5, so and should be nailed. Um, I guess you could say Gary Kelly, possibly, but maybe at the moment, I mean, I would say that the fixtures don't really kind of lend themselves to you know needing a Leeds defender anyway. Um, yeah, I think you've kind of got to wait, you know, quite a bit before you get to that kind of run. I mean, if you look at game week 14 to 19, you've got, I mean, it's home away, home away, home, home, but there's no red fixtures in that. They're playing Aston Villa, Derby, Watford, Blackburn, Leicester and Man City, who, you know, essentially they, you know, they could easily all be low scoring or, or they could keep clean sheets. Um, So maybe hold off if you want a Leeds defender apart from Ian Hart. Fair point. Um, FPL Joel has asked, <laughs> guess what? Do you think it's viable to go with just one Liverpool defender and no Liverpool attackers for the double? Yes, a resounding yes, yes from us all. <laughs> I think that's, that's exactly what I'll be doing. I think. Yeah, and that's exactly what I'll be doing as well. Um, okay, Stein Destand, uh, sorry, Stein Destad has asked something very different. He said, can you rank the 7 million mids uh, my opinion is that's where the value is this season. Uh, so seven million mids. There's, there's quite a few of them. So it's, it's a little bit difficult. Yeah, I mean, I don't think all. literally all of them. I would say maybe Pull let's give him the best three seven million midfielders. Okay. Uh, oh, let's do it. Let's do it in turns. Um, Martin, who's your best seven? Who's your top three seven millions? Right. Okay. So I think um, I think Svensson, one of the top three. Oh. Svensson's a payda that at the moment is looking good. Perez is just missing out there, just because Arsenal is so frustrating. <laughs> yeah, very true. Okay, what about yourself, Thomas? Um, I would have to say, oh, it's a, it's, it's a tricky price point because it's though all those players that you think they're probably going to return in some way in about one in th- three or one in four, so you kind of don't bother with them because they're. It's too much money to sit on the bench, but you know it's it's oh it's, okay. So I'll go for Simon Davis simply because I had him in my team for game week one and two. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll go for, yeah, Simon Davis. Um, I think Muzzy is it because 
He started well this season and we thought he was going to be decent last season. Um, yeah, Muzzy is it. It's difficult to look at those Liverpool players like Barnby and Berger, Smitscher, simply because, again, that rotation rotation risk. Um, it could be Laurent Robert or Petkov. Uh, I mean, Petkov has had a better start to the season. Um, so on that basis, I'll go for Petkov. But I think Laurent Robert has the potential because... I'm pretty sure he takes free kicks and corners, certainly some of them anyway. Um, so, yeah, I'll go Davis, um, Muzzy is it, and Petkov. Okay, well, Simon Davis is the one I was going to go for. Um, uh, Zapeda was the other one I was going to go for. Uh, and then thirdly, I'm going to go with Julio Arca as a, as a good shout as well. Um, I think Julio Arca is pretty good value at 7 million there for Sunderland. Um, I, think I think he's right. I think he's right, though. There's some, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's over, over Petkov. I missed out Petkov at the bottom there. Um, yeah, he is in my team, but um, yeah, I, yeah, I'll leave him off as we said before. Watford's a little bit. I think the guy that asked the question is right. There's some good options there. I think it really get, is. If you get that decision right, you're going to be right up. Yeah, if you've got, is it Petkov and uh, Simon Davies at the minute? You're laughing. Yeah, I mean that's what I said about that figure. It's like you, if you have any of those players in, you'd want to play them. You wouldn't want to bench them. No. So I think, yeah, I mean, when I had Simon Davis, I, I played him for those first two games. Um, there's no way I could have benched him. Uh, seven million just feels like too much to be to on bench. the bench. Yeah, definitely. I don't think I ever really want more than about 5.5 uh, midfielder on my bench, unless the fixtures are just so, so swayed that I have to do it. Um, yeah, then, yeah, there's definitely some... Some good players there. It's making me recon well, not reconsider, but it's making me think about my wild card here. <laughs> yes, yeah, so that's exactly what I was yeah. thinking about when I was looking at this. I just realised that Anders Anders Svensson has had the most shots out of uh, well, the second most shots out of all those seven million, with Petkov being the first. But uh, Petkov seems to be quite off target, whereas Svensson, eighty percent, not bad at all. Um, okay. Lucky so far. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the, the, both of those two could have had quite a lot. Of a, of a hall. Um, cool. Um, Renarid9 has asked for the best captain for this week. Um, uh, he's asked two questions. Best captain for this week. That's a difficult one for me. Um, it depends who you own, <laughs> is the answer to that. But for me, it was either Van Nisselrooy or Whelan, um, maybe Salakovic. But like I said, it depends who you own. Uh, I've got Beckham as well playing at home against Villa. Um, yeah, well, we don't know what about you guys. That's that's the the three decent. Well, I mean, for me, Martin Martin Simdata would would probably provide the most balanced answer here because it's not based 100%. on players that he owns. So very true. I think so, you said safe option and then higher ceiling. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly that. So it depends what you mean by best, doesn't it? If you want the most likely person to score a goal, then it's still Van Nistelrooy. If you want the most likely person to score a few goals, um, then um, either Boxic or or one of the Spurs guys, Slakovic, Rebrov. Oh, really? Because so, I, I haven't seen I haven't, I haven't seen your stream yet. Um, I normally get to watch it tomorrow morning. Does Slakovic do quite well this week? Against Man City. He looks pretty good this week, yeah. Um, Spurs, uh, to do. 
Oh, nice. Okay, okay. Yeah, um, they, look, they look good. All right, no problem at all. Uh, he's also said, uh, when do you think is the best time to free hit or wild card? Well, obviously, we've discussed wild carding uh, next week uh, as a good shout, simply because of the way the fixtures are lined up. Um, firstly, with the double, and then obviously the double home games on seven and eight um, for a lot of teams. So wild card, I think maybe then... The free hit's a bit of a difficult one. I don't know when the best time... I don't think there is a best time to free hit. I think you free hit when you look at the fixture list and see a lot of the top guys playing a lot of the bottom guys and, th- and mostly at home. And you think, you know, I could take a punt on a few here and have, a, have an absolutely fantastic week. Um, or maybe you've got... Maybe you pick up three injuries in one in one game um, where they're out for the next game and you think, oh God, I've got to make three transfers but the, the players are back the week after so maybe you just free hit for one um to save you making those transfers that that's the way i play the free hit yeah because we've got two this season haven't we so um oh do we we do we do um i think i'm pretty sure that's right i'm pretty sure we've got two yeah yeah, yeah. with two free hits oh cool uh, so i guess first and second half yeah no i think you I think they're just available i think I don't... Yeah, just use them whenever you want, I think. Oh, right. Wow. Okay, I did not know that. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. We don't have. We don't know about any more double game weeks at the moment, do we? We're probably no. not going to get probably no. not gonna get any until the FA Cup kicks in. It, um, they will probably happen, doubles or triples. So, again, a free hit is always perfect for them as well, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and then, and then, yeah, they've given us another one as a sort of, um, you know, potentially for a firefighting exercise because some some of the weeks in season one were absolutely brutal with the amount of injuries. So I think that's yeah. why they've given us an extra one this season. So you can use one for maybe a bit of firefighting, and maybe use the other one to target double game weeks. Very kind of them, isn't it? Yeah, uh-huh. I think it was a good good move by the team there to to just kind of a little tweak there, which can make such a big difference because. You know, it is very easy to become um, disheartened with with these kind of games when you go into a game week and you've got like six players out and or, you know, there's only four four fixtures and stuff like that and you've got loads of players not playing. So, you know, at least players have the opportunity to to use these kind of um, uh, chips and stuff like that. So, yeah, for me personally, I've not even considered... Pretended they're not even there. I'm saving them for the back in second half of the season at least, um, for when uh, I can hopefully make some gains on people, um, and hopefully there will be either double game weeks or those kind of game weeks where you know only uh, there's only the maybe three or four fixtures, and I can just double and treble up on on you know a few teams, and hopefully. I think that's definitely the thing to do. Save it if you, if you can, um, unless you unless you've got a week where you're struggling to get a team out. You know, I think it'll be the second half of the season when, let's like say, once the FA Cup kicks in from January on, um, and you get mm. sort of the latter stages of Europe and all that sort of stuff. I think that's a bit, isn't it? It's yeah. fairly steady up until then. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think I think it is um, perfect. Okay. Um, so Adam Robinson has asked. When when do you think wildcard free hitting is the best time? We just answered that, mm. Adam. Are there going to be more double game weeks early at short notice? We just answered that, Adam. Uh, aggressive tactic or patience? Um, well, like I said, uh, well, well, we get we get more than one this year, which I didn't know, so that's always nice to know. Um, 
but for me, can I, I, think, say, I think you can kind of do both. Well, you because could. I think yeah. you have to be aggressive in that you have to attack the fixtures, but I think you need to be patient in your expectations of um, being in, say, the top one hundred or or even one hundred and fifty, two hundred. Like, don't worry about that for now. Obviously, maybe you, you perhaps you could be like me, and you could be sitting at you know six hundred and sixty-six, or maybe even sitting outside the top one k. Like every fantasy game, there will be some people who they either switch off completely or, you know, they'll just kind of dip in and out a little bit. They might miss a deadline here and there or miss a scout league here and there. Um, so for me, yeah, I mean, you have to be patient in, in terms of your rank, but I think you have to be aggressive in terms of the fixtures. Makes sense. Yeah, okay. Okay, okay good. And then he's put, is Whelan a stick at 4.5 when Rickard is back? Um, I own no Whelan at the moment, and I'd say no, um, in, in fairness. Um, I don't think he is. I think once Rickard's back, it'll be him and Boxic up top, and uh, Whelan won't get a look in. So I'd be, I, I, I was looking to move him on always when uh, Rickard came back. Um, I don't know who for. Um, and if I'm doing a wild card, then it doesn't really matter. What about yourself, uh, guys? Actually, yeah, do any of you own him? <laughs> uh, no, I don't own him. Um, but yeah, I think he's he's done well, hasn't he? Like fair play to people that have owned him up now. But um, yeah. I think after this week, he'd be gone. He'd be gone for me. He's going to be coming off the bench most of the time, if anything. Um, yeah, I just um, I, I suppose if you've got if you've got an expensive midfield or an expensive defence that you really don't want to lose then you could maybe you know put up with him being there but um personally I, l- I like having um you know starting um so yeah if i yeah. if i did have him i'd be chopping him out i always have three strikers yeah definitely um and you don't own him either do you thomas um no i mean i don't know if you guys remember i actually said near the beginning of the season i was contemplating having him before ricard's injury um, because I wasn't going to play three strikers uh, and right. he was just going to be my sort of third, probably even my third sub. And he'd just be there coming on if he does come on and, you know, he'd just be there because I know that Boxic does get injured or rested or um, possibly tail off towards the end of the season. So I had contemplated him, but then when Ricard got the injury, um, and I knew that lots of people would have him. It just kind of put me off of him. Um, yeah, for me, I'm glad because it's an exit plan that I'm not needing to worry about. But then I guess if majority, if a lot of people are wildcard in, in the next two or three game weeks, then they'll sort it quite easily there and then. But for me, not my problem. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> nicely, nicely put. Uh, Sorry, and we are, yeah. And we are on to the last question. And he has asked, uh, it's Michael Smith. And he has asked, who are your season keepers in each position? And you cannot include Man United. Yeah, I saw and I'm going to let, let, the, let the guests go first on this one. Because of the same day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did, I did see this question as well. And I thought, well, I'm, not, I'm, I'm honestly not sure. If I can't include Man United, I'm not sure I've got one. Yeah, well, um, true. Yeah, yeah, you know, to be honest, I think outside of Sylvester and Van Nistelrooy, I can't see anyone else in my team staying there for the whole season. I think you no know, like mm. fixtures. 
Um, people, you know, there's so many good options out there. People are going to get rotated out at some point. If, um, you know, if there's someone at the same price point that's got better, um, they're probably going to be out, you know, at some point. I mean, I, I, I'll give some names simply because they're players that um, I've got at the moment. So for me, I could see me having them. Um, and that's, I'd say, Colin Cooper, because of his value. Uh, mm-hmm. He's five million and, and he's good for bonus points at Bolton. I'll say Salakovic, who uh, I didn't start the season with him simply because he was injured, but now I have him. Uh, and he's one of the few players who I would be tempted to captain over Van Nistelrooy if the fixtures were right. Um, I'd quite like to keep one chop. I've had him, as I said, from the start of the season. Um, yeah, so for me, I'll say one chop um, at the moment, mm. which kind of goes against the question. Um, but just looking at my team in terms of each position, Robbie Keane was a bit of a punt. Um, he he won't stay long term. Um, I'm just I'm always nervous with him. Um, so yeah, in terms of my own team, I would say Selakovic, um, Cooper, one chop. And I mean, my keepers, I've got Jeskalainen and Poom, so I'll say Jeskalainen probably because he's slightly better. Yeah, that's true. I've probably got like Jeskalainen all season. And you're right about Cooper, actually. Um, I, I, was, I was thinking more about my starting 11, but yeah, on the on the bench, so I've got Galli. You know, he's a four million defender. It's promising he's going to play every week. So if that's the case, then he'll... Um, yeah, Cooper's a good option for the bench. Uh, Wally, I think... Um, Brian Hughes at Charlton is the same price, isn't he? And he's had a promising start. So, mm. yeah, maybe, you know, one of Cooper or Wally. Um, sorry, one of um, Hughes or Wally will probably always be in there at some point. Mm. Oh, I've also got Emerson Tome, as I, who I have said, I think he's the best 4.5 million defender in the game. Um, and I don't see me getting rid of him because I'm, I'm not confident enough to bring in any 4 million pound defenders. So... Uh, he's the only 4.5 million defender I own, um, which means he will probably stay with me for the whole season as well. So I would say he's another, you know, and, and the thing is, this is a squad game, isn't it? So, yeah, even though he's going to miss more games than he plays, for me, he is a season keeper in in that he's, a, he's that placeholder or, or whatever you want to call it, that mm. player that just comes in every now and again and does a job when you need them to. Perfect. And that is it. That is the listeners' questions done. Fantastic. So, um, two more things to do. Uh, and that is, number one, is to announce the manager of the month from our league. Uh, right. With that, okay, so that was a little bit tricky because, of course, how did we know? I should have predicted that this was going to happen. We had a bloody three-way tie. So, three people were um, equal top of our mini-league. Um, on 265 points each. Uh, and that is, so we'll shout them out anyway, which is, um, ooh, I'll read the Twitter handles. So at Jay Montin, at Sunny United, and at What's in a Handle. Now, um, I did think, okay, well, maybe we'll go with their scores for that week. Then I thought, oh, maybe we should go for the bench points instead. And then I thought, you know what? The fairest thing to just do is put them all in a random generator and we'll just go from there. So what I've done is I've put, I'm going to hold it up to the screen. I've put um, 
all of their names, well, their names in the random generator, it appears multiple times. And I'm just going to press it and we'll see who ends up winning because I think that's the fairest way of doing it. None of these people live in the UK. So Darren and I will be forking out, <laughs> like I said to him, about £45 pounds in postage and packaging. <laughs> because I that's think, unlucky. yeah, at least one of these people has Mumbai in their in their location setting on Twitter. But you know what? We made a commitment, so we'll just do it. Um, and then we'll go from there. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, the winners are the winners. Um, so I'm going to press the spinner now so you guys can see who it is that wins. I'm not even going to be seeing it. Right, so it's spinning. Oh, God, and now I'll drop the fan. So it's spinning around. This is the winner, whoever that says. It is What's in a Handles team. Right, there you go. So, um, and Ma- uh, Martin, can you just confirm that that's what it said? That is what it says. Congratulations. Yep. What's in a handles team? Yeah, perfect. So, <laughs> if you're listening to the podcast now, then please at me. I'll give you 24 hours from when the podcast is, is released to get in contact. Otherwise, after that, I will, I will then contact you. I will put you in contact with FPL Merch. You tell him what you want and where... How no, you many don't. You don't tell him what you want. Thousands of miles you live away. <laughs> Haven't we got a what's it Darren called? Will cry. Haven't we got? Oh, mate, isn't, isn't there a mug already designed for the man of the match? Uh, manager of the month. Yes, manager we do man have the match, a, manager of the month. We like do have that. a um, mug designed already. I have tweeted it out. Um, it's a very very nice mug. So he just gets to choose what uh, what what name goes on there. I'm guessing. Uh, yeah, I mean he. I, I think you know. I would have assumed that he's just going to have his his um his uh, team Twitter. name and his app or whatever but um you know he may need to slightly tweak it but um i'm just looking up his profile right now and then i'll tell you exactly where he lives what's in a handle right so his name is rohan pai and he lives in mumbai yep he really does live all the way in Mumbai. Oh gosh! So FPL merch will be telling me how let's much hope money can, he let's has hope to spend he can on. ship to Mumbai. Uh, otherwise, <laughs> think of something else to do. If he um, can't, we will think of something. We'll else sort something of, else. Of course, we will. Of course, yeah, we will. We will do something um, else. Um, yeah, well done. And yeah, I mean, well done to the other two teams that were were equal in points, and you know. It's just, I mean, I think it was the only fairest way that we could do it. Yeah, uh, We would have loved to have given you all all a, a mug, but... But my kids have got a week. Yeah, When you're the biggest um, fantasy podcast in India, it will be worth that. Paper, <laughs> paper. Yeah. I like... I like, I like that way of thinking there, Mark. Yeah, high, I uh, like high expectations. Yeah, we'll make it. I don't want being hot. Yeah, being a hot topic in India. Um, perfect. Right. Not well, a problem. let me just say um, for the for September. So what? I mean, what people voted for was it would be the highest point scorer every month. Um, I just need to clarify with everybody. You know, I mean, does this mean that you know people can finish can be sitting in? 300th in the league but they've scored the most points within september and that's how they want to do it 100 percent. but that, that, that's impossible to calculate yeah considering we have four was it 413 or yeah, 430 you, yeah there's no way to the know league. there's no way to know that so yeah i mean 
you're going to give me a lot of homework there. If you, <laughs> you're going to make me literally sit down and work out every single points total. Yeah, it's not. So not I true. think the safest bet is to do whoever is you know leading the table per month. Um, you know, UK players by all means, please try and score highly. <laughs> you know, even if it's <laughs> even if it's every other month, please. Um, but no, I think that's the best way of doing it. And the person who's sitting in fourth place, can I just ask you, Christoph Enemiki, you didn't include your Twitter handle. So please, please, please do do that as you're sitting there with a very high score. Um, so if you're not following us on Twitter, you must have found us somehow. Please try and get in contact with me because if you do win a manager of the month and I can't find you, it's, well, it's not happening. I'm rolling it over. Perfect. perfect. Right, let's um, move on. Yeah, the last into two is uh, touch on the SWP Cup, uh, and then we are done. Oh, yes. So we have filled in 61 out of the 64 places. There's three places remaining. I did say on the podcast yesterday that in order to fill those last three places... Um, I needed people to quote, tweet the podcast tweet and with the words, get me in the cup. So up until about a few minutes before the podcast started, we had three people that had done that. And I thought, you know what? That's simple. And then one more person did it. So I will tomorrow do a random generator of those four people. Um, Those four people um, will, well, three of them, we'll get notified that they are in the cup. We will start the cup from game week four. Um, So probably tomorrow, what's tomorrow? Tuesday, the missus is out in the evening. I can try and work out. uh, We'll do some sort of random generator where we pick who's playing who. I'll just assign everyone a number. I want to see Um, you with 64 balls in a hat, pulling them out one by one, just like the <laughs> FA Cup draw. I won't take anything less than that video on, yeah. on Twitter. <laughs> See, Martin agrees. Done. Yeah, you, know well, you need um, the... Uh, if, uh, have you seen the graphics for the Ryder Cup thing that Scout's doing? No, yes. That's, the, that's the level that. we're at. That's the level we need to be at. That's the level oh. we need to be at. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> What's more likely to happen is me writing 64 <laughs> numbers on pieces of paper, screwing them up, just <laughs> and then getting my son good. to pass me pieces of paper <laughs> one at a time and finding out who's, who's with who. But I mean, yeah, we've got lots of, lots of names, recognised, uh, recognised, recognisable names within the community that in the cup. Obviously, Martin, you're in it. And I was just about Steve to ask that Bird. question. <laughs> yeah, no, Martin got in it. Yeah. I can't remember how you got in it, but you got in it for sure. Oh, it was, it was with the, your... the photo of Jim Atkins. Fancy not knowing yeah. who Jim Atkins is. By I way. didn't have a no, clue. No, Martin, it, it, it got fucking foggy. <laughs> <laughs> but funnily enough, I did know who Andy Martin's picture was with, and he was with a darts player. He was with Wolfie. He was with Wolfie, famous yeah, darts player. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you've got... Um, who else have we got? We've got Flowerpot in there. You've got, um, as I said, Steve Bird. You've got uh, Andy Martin. You've got Clean Sheet Wipeout. Um, you've got the Scout. He made it in. Oh, Tala made it in. <laughs> JJ. 
um, FPL Joel, Pep, um, Pep Talk, who's both asked questions. Fish, who asked the question. Um, Ronerid9. Got a um, lot of regular ad- listeners in there then, which is great. Yeah. yeah, which is, you know, really nice that a lot of people who listen to the podcast also kind of have joined in. As things stand, there isn't a designated prize for it. Uh, it would be nice if I could get Sean Wright Phillips to, you know, write sort of a congratulations. I can't get my words out. Congratulations. Congratulations, oh, let's just say congratulations message um, of some kind. That would be good, maybe. But, you know, that can't do that until I know who's won. Um, but, yeah, it uh, should be fun. Like I said, 64 teams were just a simple knockout. Just, you know, you could be having not a great week, but you might get through in the cup. You know, I'm not doing fantastically in Sky, but I'm actually doing all right in the cup. I've got through in the rounds. So... You know, it just just adds another little thing, another another bit of fun to the game. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so we'll, we'll announce those winners of the last three places tomorrow. Yep. And then hopefully I can do the draw for the cup tomorrow as well. Tomorrow being today when you listen to this as this podcast is being recorded on Monday night. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, and I'll be editing tomorrow and releasing it. Um, give me more work to do. Um, perfect. <laughs> All right, well, guys, uh, I really appreciate this. Uh, thank you very much, Martin, for coming along today to the Man on Podcast. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, it's been, it's been a pleasure having you. Uh, obviously, we're going to be doing these monthly anyway, so I do not think it will be the last time that you will be with us. Um, I'm pretty much envisaging it not. We'll have a ball bag question. Yeah, we'll have to do, we'll have to ask him to give us a ball bag question. <laughs> oh, I love those. Yeah, uh, as uh, well, what we do is we, you know you he, have quite a long time to think of it up. So I'll say save <laughs> save a real corker for when when Martin's coming on, and he can answer first as well. <laughs> yeah, I hope you're not prudish. Right, um, <laughs> perfect. Well, from me, it's it's goodbye. Yep. Thank you for listening, guys. Thank you again to Martin for coming on. Really do appreciate it. And we will... No worries. Yeah, this will Thanks up. for having me. No problem, Martin. Thank you. Oh, I should say also, anyone that listens to us, make sure you're listening to Martin's streams as well. They are fantastic. They are so helpful. So please, please, please do follow um, CM Fantasy on Twitter. He's CM, CM underscore Fantasy, isn't it? CM underscore CM Fantasy. Yeah, and, and obviously, we, do, what, do you have a YouTube handle? Is it the same? Um, I don't know. Is it <laughs> <laughs> fantastic? Uh, I think I think I think it well, is the same. Well, the um, the, uh, the latest video is always my pin suite, and there's always a link straight to it. So that's oh, that's very helpful. Perfect. Perfect. There you go. Great. Perfect. So yeah, make sure you watch them if you play them, Champ Man. They are very helpful. And now this is this is definitely goodbye. <laughs> right. Cheers, Thanks, guys. guys. Cheers, guys. See Bye. you later. Bye.